Today, we're going to discuss the difficult issue of accurately measuring an economy's growth. And then secondly, the problem of actually trying to compare different economies in terms of their relative strength when they happen to use very different methodologies. I want to point out that this is not merely an academic debate or exercise, but it's one that sheds a very important light on the real world in which we live. Joining us on the show today is Michael Pettis. He is a finance professor at Peking University in China, also senior fellow at the Carnegie Endowment for Peace, as well as the author of several books, most recently, Trade Wars Are Class Wars. So I want to tease this conversation up for our listeners just to get an idea of kind of where we're headed. And I want to quote something that you wrote recently. You say, it is meaningless to compare Chinese and U.S. GDP. They mean very different things. That is also why I think the whole purchasing power parity comparison produced by the World Bank is drivel. So we're going to get to that as we proceed through the conversation. But let's start with what's the problem here with GDP? In an economy that operates under substantial soft budget constraints, almost by definition, you cannot compare it to a, an, an economy that operates under hard budget constraints. And that's because while every economy engages in non-productive activity, there is an automatic mechanism in a, you know, in the United States, in Germany, in Brazil, that eliminates that non-productive activity in the form of bankruptcy, right? You, you, you just can't keep doing it for very long. Eventually, fairly quickly, you get closed down and everything gets written down and you erase everything that you added to GDP. And it's important because you added it to GDP, but you didn't add it to the real value of the goods and services produced by the economy. So you're starting to distort the relationship. And the argument is that you do distort the relationship, but only for a very short period of time, and then you undistort it. So that's why we can continue to use GDP in the face of non-economic behavior, non-productive behavior that is added to the GDP measure. But if a significant portion of the economy operates under soft budget constraints, then there is no automatic correction mechanism for non-productive behavior. And as we know, in China, we have a significant part of the economy operating under soft budget constraints. To listen to this full interview, in addition to gaining access to all of our premium content airing during the week, go to financialsense.com and hit the subscribe button.